Greetings, TuneIn listeners. This is Keila Parkinson, your host of TuneIn. We are radio for your mind, body, and soul. And today we are speaking on a very, very special episode, our Thanksgiving 2020 episode with Reverend Jennifer Hutchins. Welcome to the show, Jennifer. Thank you, Keila. It's such a blessing to be here today. I'm very blessed to have you here. I'm very grateful for your coming again because we had to reschedule this due to my <laughs> calendar error and um, and also due to, and I'm going to just say a caveat to the listeners that if you, I don't know if you can tell, I kind of sound like I have smoker's voice today. I promise that's not what it is, <laughs> but I have blown out a vocal cord. And so, um, gosh, who knew that was a thing? I did not. This is what happens when you start to use your voice professionally all the time. You get all kinds of fun things happen. <laughs> But um, I'm still grateful for the opportunity to keep using this and to keep reaching people and to listen to others. So today, I'm going to do a lot of listening, and I'm going to listen to uh, this wonderful episode with Reverend Jennifer Hutchins, who has um, the Unity Arts Ministry. And would you like to start by telling us about that before we move into some more specific things we're going to share with the listeners today? Sure. Thank you. Great. The Unity Arts Ministry um, is my personal baby, um, birthed out of my love for creative expression and spiritual practice. And I have um, brought my background in art education, my years of working with uh, children, really, into the arena of working with adults using children's art materials. (laughs) Fine. a way of deepening our spiritual practice because so often what I found and and it happened to myself when I was in that space of you know first learning meditation practices or learning to lean into my own spiritual power and spiritual awareness I was getting so stuck in my head you know there's all these books and everything so it was like all this heady Mm. learning and what I found was missing for me was that experiential piece to it, that way of really dropping from my head into my heart. And so I naturally, being a creative person, being an artist, started using these art materials that I had on hand in ways that helped me personally to deepen that prayer practice, to deepen my meditation practice, um, to process things that I was reading in a way that then it became more accessible to me as I was, you know, smearing paint around or scribbling with crayons. And so I decided, you know, there's there's a way to use this to invite others into this space um, because I truly found it to be such a powerful spiritual practice. And um, so that was sort of the impetus for the founding of the ministry itself. So what we do is um, offer classes and workshops, and we have an annual retreat all designed around empowering people through creative expression to deepen their spiritual practices. So this sounds a little bit like art therapy, but in a kind of spiritual way. Do you also have an art therapy background? I do not have an art therapy background. I have read many art therapy mm. books. <laughs> but honestly, there there is a distinction um, in what I'm doing in that I what I say is that it's creative expression that is therapeutic, right? It's art that is healing, mm. um, but it's not used in a traditional therapy style. Um, I'm not going to analyze you know, what came out on your page. Um, But I will invite you to do that. You know, Mm. I will invite you to look at what did you create today 
and how does that speak to you? So it becomes more about self-reflection rather than having somebody else, you know, um, inviting in, you know, some thoughts, you know, like, oh, well, does this color mean that? Does this mean that? Oh, uh-huh. it's, it's more about that self-reflection with the process. So, you know, when there is art therapy, there are typically goals, right? Looking for breakthroughs or, um, you know, some version of emotional processing. And I, having experienced your, um, your ministry personally at a retreat I was at out in Kansas City, um, that area, um, then uh, I know that it can be very emotionally healing um, and that there can be breakthroughs that people can cry during the process, right? So uh, what kind of guidance or what uh, is typical um, with the emotional processing component of the spirit-led artwork that you guide people through? Thank you. That's a great question. Um, I think the biggest thing is self-awareness. Mm-hmm. You know, really what we're looking for is self-awareness. So when deep emotions are coming to the surface, whether it's, you know, I, I remember somebody expressing just pure joy at the fact of being able to color with crayons again. You know, Aww. she was in her 30s and hadn't, you know, opened a box of crayon and crayons in years. And so just even that smell of the crayon <laughs> bringing it back to our childhood. Yeah. I mean, that can trigger a lot of emotions, too. And I just remember she was just scribbling with this yellow crayon and just all of a sudden just shouted out into the room, this is more fun than should be legally allowed. (laughs) What a blast. (laughs) (laughs) So on the one hand, we have those like tapping into pure joy and that that childhood sense of just creative expression that maybe we haven't allowed ourselves that freedom in years so the awareness then is what's coming up for you and how do you create more of this space for play and for Mm. self-care in your life and then there's the other end of that where we're working on something that you know takes us really deep and can bring forward um ideas that maybe we haven't thought of before and all of a sudden we find ourselves tearing up Mm. you know while doing journal writing process And so again, the awareness there is notice, you know, what's coming up for you? What is, what is being triggered? And then the underlying question always is, what is your intuitive guidance, you know, leading you towards on this? Because so often, once we move through that process, once we bring something forward for healing, if we continue, continue to work through it, then the answers start to be revealed to us from within, you know, oftentimes um, an affirmation or a word of comfort will come forward. So my advice, you know, in those moments is, is to simply invite people to sit with what's coming up, to lean into self-awareness, notice what's showing up, um, practice self-compassion mm. as we're moving through the process. And then most importantly, don't stop. You know, oh, don't good. stop just because you're starting to get emotional. Keep going, mm. keep leaning through the practice and then listening in, leaning in to what your own wisdom has to share with you and, and knowing, you know, that that is the wisdom of the soul. That is spirit, you know, speaking to us as us. It's, mm. it's that grounding source. And that deep acceptance, you know, in a lot of, um, 
situations like this, whether it's um, these types of art workshops, whether it's retreats that, that have these components, like you often provide there um, at Unity Village is where you have the Unity Arts Ministry. Although I believe you also have online um, right programs available to anyone. Yes, yes, absolutely. And especially right now. Especially. We are all- Well, you know, so I think about this idea of sacred space, right? And that that creation of the sacred space. And so um, I have a question that I'll ask you at some point. Um, I guess I'll ask you right now, like, what ways do you do to create sacred space for yourself and for the group in these different types of formats? Yeah, I think one of the the first things that we do when bringing together a group, especially is um, to set our heart agreements, which Mm. is to take a moment to acknowledge, you know, that we are going to allow ourselves to be vulnerable in this space. We're going to allow ourselves to be authentic to whatever arises in this space. And in doing that, we also hold sacred space for each other, you know, so we allow ourselves to be vulnerable and we hold the space for others to have their experience without judgment. And so a lot of that, um, when we're setting those heart agreements, a lot of that is also when we're sharing with each other, we are sharing with the intention of my words, my ideas are being held by this community. Mm. It's not, I'm not asking feedback from the community. And so the community respects that. So we're not saying, oh, hey, I saw you crying over that art journal piece. (laughs) What triggered you today? Right. You know, it's not that sort of space. It's simply holding space um, for somebody to share authentically from their heart. And and then my role, you know, as the minister in the space is simply to hold that with you, to presence that with you, and to know that the rest of the community is is uplifting, you know, holding it with you as you're moving through whatever is coming forward, the joys, the sorrows, the you know, elations, the troubles, whatever it is, we're there together. That's such a profound, I can actually feel it when you talk about it, right? That whole heart thing. It's so beautiful. It's so profound. And I don't know, maybe some listeners um, know when they've experienced this, whether it's been intentional or unintentional. There are some people who are just really good at being fully present and being listeners and just letting people share what they share. And, And so if you're listening to this and maybe you've never formally experienced a practice of uh, being somewhere where there is a group or an individual holding sacred space, um, you may just know somebody you gravitate to. And so you might want to just think about that as you're listening and see you know, as a reminder of, of what it is that Reverend Jennifer Hutchins is sharing with us right now. So you mentioned also, Jennifer, about um, journaling as a process. And I know you also have a program right now for journaling, art journaling, and that you're featuring gratitude in the month of November. So can you tell us, first of all, about the program and how people can find it? And then we'll get a little deeper into what you guys are doing there. Sure. So the program itself is called Creative Spirit Gathering. um, And it is, you know, probably the closest Unity Arts Ministry gets to having like a church service. I'm using quotation marks for those of you (laughs) listening here. can't see my visual. And I call it that because it truly is that sacred space. Mm. Um, And it is a weekly program. So it's something that's ongoing um, every Monday morning, uh, Monday morning, central time here. Um, I host the program from 10 to 12. And it's um, available through Zoom. Um, And all the details are up on the Arts Ministry website, which is unityartsministry.org. 
Um, you can also find the information on our Facebook page, which is also Unity Arts Ministry. We're pretty easy to find. Um, and what we do there is I lead the group through uh, an inspirational idea for the week. We have like a monthly theme, and then each week we break that down even further. So um, as you mentioned, November, we're working through the concept of gratitude. So the first Monday, we held space for gratitude in the moment, simply just allowing ourselves to open up to um, the concept of gratitude without having to get specific on the details. You know, what am I grateful mm. for? Just the concept, the awareness of gratitude. And we created radial designs in our journals, which I then talked about, you know, how to do this particular technique using markers and water. And um, then we have time to create in our journals together. So I lead us through a short guided meditation to center and ground the community into the idea after we talk about techniques. Again, we're mm. in our, so we have to drop down to our hearts. <laughs> they like it. We have time to create in our journals. And then we have sharing from that sacred space, as I talked about before, where we were just holding and witnessing the process for each other. Um, and it really has been um, a powerful practice, especially, um, you know, this past year mm. to be able to continue this in a way um, we switch from being in studio to online, but being able to continue in a way that that sacred element is still there, that people feel safe to come and really to show up with whatever it is that is, is arising in their heart and in their lives in the moment and be able to process that. Um, so gratitude. Yeah. yeah. So we've been I know this through. is good. Well, and I wanted to, you know, you talked about this idea of like how you talked about the concept of gratitude. And so that seems like something our listeners would really like as well. Um, could you kind of, you know, in just a couple of minutes sort of lead us into like just a tidbit of, of kind of how you start to talk about that as a concept? Do you mind? <laughs> Um, yeah, so gratitude, I mean, when I think of gratitude, I do think of it as a spiritual practice. You know, it's it's becoming mindful. It's becoming aware and present um, to what is, you know, in this moment, but then all of the blessings that are in our lives. And you know, as I said, we started that first episode with just the awareness of gratitude and letting ourselves uh, through the meditation process really sinking into our hearts and then simply expressing out from there and really the you know one of the most powerful and simplest prayers you can utter is thank you god mm. thank you god just acknowledging a source you know whatever word you use for that you know maybe it's divine love or universe or source or goddess, whatever that mm. word is for you that connects you to that which is greater, that spiritual essence. So thanking source for all that is, all of the blessings and letting that be sort of a center point, you know, that we start, that's, that's like, that's gratitude. That's, that's prayer to yeah, me, that's, that's spirit in action. Yeah. And, you know, and it's, it's for some people who are maybe turned off by the word prayer, right? Because I've heard, I've also heard people say, 
you don't have to name anything, right? You're just saying thank you to whatever is out there, you know, or whatever is not you, right? Like they're just, there, there are things I'm connected to. If you believe in the physics of quantum entanglement, right? Like there are just, there are these things we have this relationship with, right? And so it doesn't have to be a prayer, but it is um, a form of humbling and going into symbiotic service, right? And that is so empowering, which you wouldn't think with humility, right? Um, yes. It's very cool. Yes. <laughs> and I love that too. Thank you so much for um, expanding, you know, what is that definition? Because, mm. um, you know, one of the things I firmly believe is that for everyone, you know, we speak to that, that essence of divine love, that essence that connects all things in different ways. And uh, that's one of the the things that I try to hold, you know, that's one of my unspoken heart agreements mm. always with people is wherever you are coming from and whatever words or language works for you, you are welcome. And we hold space for that. And I think that's one of the things that becomes so powerful with something like creative spirit gathering, where we have people literally um, from around the world. We have um, participants in the UK. We have um, someone who recently started joining us from Barbados and several here in the United States and people are bringing their own backgrounds and their own cultures to that experience. And, um, you know, people's language might be a little bit different, Mm. but we know we're all holding space for the same thing. You know, that same unfolding of self, that self-awareness deepening that's happening. That sounds like a really fun, creative uh, group to be co-creating in. Listeners, you are listening to uh, WVLP in Valparaiso, Indiana, streaming live around the world at WVLP.org. Our show, Tune In, is underwritten in part by Unity of Northwest Indiana, currently developing the premier center for spiritual growth and education in NWI with meditation walks and retreat house events and even more to come. Learn more and support the growing movement at UnityNWI.org. Our show, of course, is about mindfulness and everyday practices, and today we are talking about ways we can use art journaling in particular and arts in all kinds of ways to especially express our gratitude. And so I'm grateful today for Reverend Jennifer Hutchins for being here on the show and for talking to all of us about uh, different ways we can use this and especially using the ministry that she has set up. Again, we're calling this a ministry and she's just uh, framed this for us in a way that I don't know if my voice is doing its thing right now or if this actually is sinuses. It's so hard to tell in my throat. Um, and then, of course, there's the question, is it COVID, right? Let me just go get tested this week and I'll find that one out too. But um, yes, it's Thanksgiving 2020 if you're listening to this sometime in the future when this is not, no longer a thing. And uh, Reverend Jennifer Hutchins and I are talking today about the different ways we can use um, art to express our creativity, to express our relationship with the divine, and particularly to express gratitude. So um, Jennifer, what are some of the interesting experiences that people have had, particularly in this journaling arts course you're offering? Well, I think one of the things um, that I'm hearing so often from people is the space, Mm -hmm. you know, they're acknowledging space to have the time to do this work, to presence self, um, and that it's really about creating space for self-care. And so by me, you know, the arts ministry hosting 
this weekly creative spirit gathering, we're holding the space then for others to set the intention. Mm. This is my time, you know, for my own self-care, for my own creative and spiritual practice. Um, And you made the comment earlier, that phrase sacred, and that truly is something that um, has been acknowledged in the community. Like I said, some people have called it their church. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, they don't necessarily attend somewhere formally on a Sunday, um, but they're spiritually fed through this mm. program um, and the space that we're holding on Mondays for this, um, as well as it being a sacred experience. You know, we're we're inviting ourselves to move past. You know, our daily activities and really presence, you know, what's going on for me at a deeper level um, and connecting to that. So that's been um, what I'm hearing from people is, um, especially over this past year, how important it's been for the space of self-care and self-reflection and to be able to process what's coming up. It sounds, it sounds amazing, and also it's beautiful. I want to say to listeners, um, <clears throat> there may be like one image, right, at our podcast. Uh, if, you, if you would like to listen to our podcast form, by the way, you can go to anchor.fm slash tune in mindful radio. And um, so, but if you also want to see these, these beautiful imagery, images, you can definitely go to unityartsministry.org. Did I get that one right? Okay, good. <laughs> unityartsministry.org. And you can see all these wonderful images um, that Jennifer and others have done and um, the way they're expressing their gratitude in these vibrant, vibrant ways. Um, you know, do people have to be trained artists or consider themselves artists to attend and participate in these? Absolutely not. <laughs> I figured you would um, say that. <laughs> correct That's right. <laughs> so, um, in fact, as I mentioned earlier, I have my background in art education. I used Mm -hmm. to work with elementary age students. And so I often will bring those materials that I bring to, uh, you know, a first grade classroom. I will bring those into a creative spirit gathering workshop. Um, You'll find things like crayons and Crayola markers and, you know, the little watercolor paint trays and the rainbow color, you know, that... (laughs) the little cakes that you get at school. Um, (laughs) Really, I want people to feel comfortable playing with the material. That's really the biggest word because um, it's about creating, again, space to process. And if we're getting so caught up in a technique or, you know, how do I use this material, then we're blocking ourselves immediately. And so I try to intentionally make the material piece really accessible to everyone um, just this morning, um, you know, I was talking to somebody from the program and they mentioned that, you know, they don't consider themselves an artist and they don't have a lot of, you know, art supplies, what we would traditionally say art supplies on hand. Um, but after two sessions, she is already hooked. She's like, I'm going to be running out and getting more. This stuff. is great. <laughs> and I see some people, you know, building up what I call like the um, art journal baskets. Mm. Maybe you start by like rating um, your kids, you know, <laughs> crayons, the craft box, yes. But then, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then after a while, it's like you start getting like your stash starts growing. Mm. Um, and then the other part of that is you don't have to not be an artist either. You know, I have several mm-hmm. people who participate who 
they come in and it's like they're literally in their art studio with all the rows and rows of supplies yes. behind them. And so they they might choose to use crayons or they might choose to use, you know, their professional quality uh, gouache paints or something, you know, that I don't have on hand, but they do, you know, so I always try to invite, you know, here's a technique and idea that I'm going to play around with to share with you, but make it your own. Mm. And so I'm always inviting people use what you have on hand, use what you want to try out, you know, um, it's a journal. So the idea is we can close it mm. and nobody else ever needs to see it. It's just for you to um, process, you know, what's coming up and moving into that space. And especially this month and especially mm -hmm. today, gratitude. Yes. That space of gratitude. So <clears throat> um, then is there writing also that goes along with it? Sometimes, yes. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> so it's a um, visual journal, but there can also be words <clears throat> in the traditional way. Excuse me. Yes. And what we will do sometimes is use the writing as a starting point um, to simply presence where we are with something and then move into layers of art materials over that. So the writing itself might not show up in our final page, but we're using it as sort of that baseline to acknowledge what's coming up for us regarding whatever topic it might be. Um, a couple weeks back, we did an art journal page on um, gratitude for everyday things in our life. Mm. And so I shared an example of um, using a pear, right, a piece of fruit as a moment of gratitude and something that maybe we take for granted, you know, as we're just moving through our lives. We just go through things really quickly sometimes and we don't take that time to really pause and reflect on, you know, what's right before us to be grateful for. And so I invited everybody to um, find something, you know, that was calling to them in that moment to focus on from everyday life. And so I used a pair. And what I did was sketched it out with my non-dominant hand. Mm. So worried about it looking perfectly like a pair. It's gorgeous. And I've seen this image. <laughs> right? <laughs> Good job. <laughs> And then I used writing inside the pear form. I actually went around it, mm. like spiraling from the edge into the center. And I just started stream of consciousness writing, why is a pear so great? You know, and it was like acknowledging the juice and the color mm. and the texture of the skin versus the texture of the fruit inside and thanking the universe for developing a pear, you know, yes. and then I'm like, and thank yeah. you for the seed that grew mm. into the tree. And I, it became almost witnessing a miracle in action to acknowledge all the beauty and all the joy and all the mystery almost that is a pear, something that we could take for granted. But by spending an hour acknowledging my gratitude for a pair, it really brought me into that heart space around experiencing it. And then I just threw paint on top of the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's not at all what it looks like. Paint. It's so gorgeous. So. <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's really gorgeous. And I think our listeners will definitely get to view that one because um, I think I'm going to actually use that as our cover art for the podcast. So if, you, if you're hearing it on uh, the radio and you'd like to check out that image, you can do it at the podcast or you can always go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash tune in mindful radio. And of course, unityartsministry.org. So, um, you know, you have been talking also about 
food, right? And this this gratitude for food, right? I mean, you the, the everyday things, and it it made me think of two things. One, of course, this is Thanksgiving, so you know, hopefully, everyone's having that that gratitude for their food, even if they're mad that the pie didn't turn out exactly the way they wanted it to, or something, right? Um, I had this simple moment just last week um, where I was doing some pre holiday shopping and trying to be socially distanced, and just all the things were coming up, and it was I wound up it wound up taking way longer than I would have anticipated. I don't love shopping anyway. It's a whole sensory thing for me. And then it's so amplified right now. And um, so I had combined some grocery shopping too at the tail end of it. And then I was getting home like past dinner, late to make dinner for the family, blah, 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 blah. You know, and then I'm now I'm going to be in traffic and it's rush hour and all this sort of thing. And I had gotten a little container of mangoes and right, just a little container of mangoes. And so I fished those out of the grocery bag and I had them in the front seat with me and I was just munching on mangoes. And all of a sudden I didn't care who was tailgating me. And I was just like, <laughs> and I got so grateful. I actually was saying this, thank you to the powers that be, the universe, whatever. Thank you that I get to have mangoes in Northwest Indiana and the really juicy ones. Like you, you get a slice sometimes, it's just right, it's just the right amount of ripeness and it's so juicy. And I was just being messy with that. I was loving that mango. And so if you are home today and you're making this food and maybe you're away from family or whatever and you're focused on the negatives and the grief and the mourning and the loss and all the things that make things different in 2020, especially in the holiday season, Reverend Jennifer Hutchins and I would like to encourage you to get into that food, to savor the everyday, to be grateful for whatever the little things. Maybe it's a button. Maybe it's like, I'm so grateful for buttons. They're making things work. They're making my shirt. I don't know. You know, it could be whatever. That may be way too cheesy for you. But but when we get grateful for the little things, oh my gosh, life gets so much easier, doesn't it? It does. It does. And I think, you know, we find so often that what we focus on grows. So when, when you're in that situation where you're like, I don't like the traffic, I don't yeah. like the traffic. Like, <laughs> focus on the grow, negative, right? Yes. But the moment you go, ooh, the gratitude, mm-hmm. gratitude for this mango, and then the mm-hmm. gratitude starts growing. And so what I found, and I've really been practicing this myself this month, you know, I'm a big believer in practice what you preach. Good. And so if you're <laughs> on gratitude, you know, for the arts ministry, I've really been looking at, you know, what am I grateful for? And waking up each morning, literally singing a song that, you know, preschoolers would sing in, the, in their classroom. Nice. A, a song of gratitude, you know, just a little thank you for this day. Mm. And before every meal, you know, just thank you for this meal. And again, as you said, you don't have to identify who you're thanking. I'm just, I'm grateful for it, you know? And the more I sink into it, the more it's like, oh, I'm grateful for that. And look at that blessing (laughs) over there. It just multiplies. Yes. So much. So good. We're so grateful to have Reverend Jennifer Hutchins on our show today on TuneIn, and we are broadcasting to you from WVLP 103.1 FM in Valparaiso, Indiana, and streaming live around the world at WVLP.org. Our show is underwritten in part by Kiki Productions, Inc. Communications Coaching, teaching exercises to help you cycle out of fight or flight in the moment. With a mission to create individual harmony to add peace to the world, Kiki Productions, Inc.'s philosophy is... When you are confident, focused, and authentic with your message, you are a magnet to those you wish to attract. Share the love at CoachKiki.com. And we also want to take a moment to say thank you to our station, WVLP. 
It is your community-licensed public radio station based in Valparaiso, Indiana, and it serves no interest except those of the people of Valparaiso and surrounding Northwest Indiana, which is a Chicago suburb. It also means that we must rely on our listeners and our underwriters to support the station financially to keep the great programs you've come to love and expect, like Tune In, on the air, on the airwaves. WVLP is facing a serious cash shortfall with our major fundraising events canceled in 2020. So if you're a WVLP listener or you just believe in grassroots community organization, now is the time to take the next step and become a member today by donating online in whatever amount you're able at wvlp.org support. We do thank you for your support. And we do, again, thank Reverend Jennifer Hutchins for being here and talking to us about these wonderful art journals workshops she's been sharing where they've been focusing in the month of November on gratitude. And you just were talking about, like, you know, when you get, like, when you're singing that song of, of gratitude and you wake up in your day or you do it before your meals. And I, it made me think of, you know, the science studies that have shown that people who even just get into a grateful state, when they express that gratitude when they're eating, it kind of doesn't even matter. I mean, it, it, clearly it does. There's all the science about that, but it really mitigates even the levels of toxins and things, right? That we're able to absorb more nutrients, that um, we have, we're able to really just take in those nutrients in a better way when we have that gratitude. We can be eating all the health food we want and it may be turning on our body, right? We're overeating certain things or whatever, but we go into a state of real gratitude for it. It just, I don't know, it opens up the oxygen flow and the blood vessels and it shifts the way we process and all the organs work in harmony. And again, quantum entanglement, right? So like if we say thank you to our food and we say thank you to the people who made it, my my kiddos, their favorite meditation practice is what we call the raisin game or the or otherwise known as thank the farmer. And we watch a little cartoon video of a little raisin with eyes that grows in the ground and the farmer <laughs> helps to grow the and then we talk we thank all the people who, you know, took it to the store and blah 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 blah, right? So <laughs> because we're not growing our own grapes yet, so <laughs> yet. Yet. Uh, you heard me. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. You know, when when you take that time to pause, and that's where something like, you know, resting on a page can mm. give you a space to pause and really think about where something came from, all the people involved. Man, I mean, a raisin, right? I mean, all the people involved. Yeah. The nature involved in that, you know, the the animals that might have walked yes. by it, you know, and helped to fertilize it with more air quotes. And fer- <laughs> I was going to say that. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> right. It's a contribution. I mean, you know really all these things are types of contribution to it. And, um, so when we think about how we're all connected in that way and that we need that growth, like you talked about the seeds and the pear and how it's amazing, isn't it? It it truly is. It truly is. And I think today we both want to really just, um, encourage listeners and get them into a place of gratitude and to amplify that gratitude and to talk about all the different things. And so, uh, for a second, I'm going to shift, which I don't always do on this program, but I'm going to shift a little bit into the angst of the world right now, right? Because, uh, especially in the United States, right? Uh, we just came off of an election that we're still questioning and figuring out, you know, what, what an answer to the, all of that. And, um, And so there's a lot of the unknown. And so uh, what are some words of wisdom you have 
as a reverend, as a person spiritually and intentionally connected to the divine, as someone who does believe in the quantum entanglement, what are some words of wisdom you have for looking for gratitude, even in times of uncertainty? I think the biggest thing um, is to first acknowledge our humanity, you know, and not fight that because what I, what can happen, you know, especially in spiritual circles is we want to um, gloss over mm. what is and say, but, but it's all good. You know, it's all spirit. It's all love, you know, under the surface. So it's yeah. all good. Everything's a lesson. Yeah. Just, right, just be right, happy. When, yeah. <laughs> when inside, like the reality is that we are grieving the loss of what was, you know, we are in the midst of change. You know, I, I did a whole series on caterpillars and, mm. and, caterpillar to butterfly but that in between state that chrysalis state the caterpillar is actually in a goo state yes it's like non yes it's so strange isn't it (laughs) it is but i that is the best analogy that i have for right now is that we are humanity we're in warm liquid goo phase to quote austin powers yeah And that can be really challenging, but then, so the acknowledgement, right, that we are human, having this human experience, but that there's something more, and that something more is in the caterpillar, to bring it back to caterpillar, there are these imaginal cells that are at work that are turning caterpillar goo into butterfly, and it takes however long it takes, and what is in my mind happening right now is we are moving from what was into what is to be and that Mm. is up to us to decide how beautiful and how magical and how wonderful what is possible in this world and what that's going to look like and so to lean into then that which is larger than my humanity that which is that piece that connects all of us and what i call divine love or or what I might call spirit or God, that we lean into that and know and trust that that is always active, that is always active and is always seeking to bring us into that space of harmony and growth and expansion that can make, you know, the caterpillar turn into the butterfly. That same mystery is going to lead us through our caterpillar state into whatever you know is coming forward like you said there's so much that's being churned up right now and so much change and that can be very hard to move through and that's why we hold space Mm. you know that's we hold space for processing what's coming up but the hope is to lean into what is becoming what Mm. is becoming and being expressed um spiritually and and what i'm seeing already you know it's this sense of gratitude for nature has been coming about more and more you know as people are uh, spending more time outside and people spending more time with their families you know closer connections as we are at home more and in that space Um, i'm personally a homeschooling mother and i'm seeing more people move into this process of homeschooling (laughs) and what that can be and how empowering that can be in their families So I'm seeing so many things already, you know, the the butterfly beginning to emerge. And I'm personally, I'm excited, you know, like 
what new levels of inclusivity and mm. justice and harmony can potentially come out of all of this. That's beautiful. And it's, it's very, uh, when you say that there's a shift in my body language, right, there's, where I'm inspired and I, there's that wanting to go upwards, you know, and so it is very butterfly-like, right? Like wanting to come out of that cocoon and like rise to the new wonderful thing with wings. Yeah, so <laughs> yes. that's very nice. <laughs> that's very nice. Um, so, um, you know, you have this, this journals course is one of the courses that you offer. What are some other types of things people could attend either remotely or in retreat version when that comes back? <laughs> We know it's coming back, darn it. <laughs> Whenever it comes back. Yes. Um, well, right now, um, our ministry, um, we have a, a Facebook group uh, called Unity Arts Community. We welcome all. So feel free to come join us over there. Um, and that group hosts a weekly um, open studio session. So it's just a chance to get together with other creatives mm. and um just connect with people while making art. So if art is your thing, that's a wonderful way to just connect with others. We also host a monthly artist trading card exchange, which is a lot of fun. Oh, fun. Um, and they're like baseball sized cards that people create many works of art on. Um, and when I say many works of art, again, it can be that playful kind of youth childlike kind of art. And then again, we have some professional artists in the group that create like miniature paintings, you wow. know, like they're, they're full scale paintings, but in miniature form. And the idea is you create a set number, turn them into the monthly host, and they mix and match them all up. And then you get five mini works of art back. So it's a whole lot of fun. It's free to participate. Oh, wow. And we've been doing that for over a year and people love that program. Um, and, um, then I also love leading people through the book, The Artist's Way. I love mm. Julia Cameron's way of connecting creativity and the spiritual practice. Um, and so that will be coming up again this winter, um, using an online format uh, right now. We also have some guest um, presenters coming in, doing things like contemplative photography, process painting. Um, we had a chanting um program that was recently offered so there's lots of different things that come in so and out rich. Yeah. that's great so rich yeah so rich <laughs> i'm not surprised that you are a big fan of um, julia cameron because i was thinking of her in the morning pages um you know whenever you were talking about the way that you set your intention in the morning and that kind of thing and that's it's such a great concept uh for people who aren't familiar with that um you know her morning pages concept is to just get up in the morning and just start free writing and just dedicate time to just kind of priming that pump and getting really connected to your source and also I think also capitalizing on um that connection to the etheric which we've referenced a lot on, the, on our show with our our one of our favorite guests Lisa Berry who's been on multiple times um so this is very interesting. It's very, very interesting. And um, for listeners, too, I want to let you know that we are going to have um, some upcoming work on um, Dreams and Spirit as well um, with Catherine Campbell, who is a trained uh, counselor and therapist and also 
has certifications in um, going deep with spiritual and particularly with using dreams to uh, deal with grief and process grief. So that's going to be an interesting episode that will be coming up soon. And um, as other upcoming episodes, we have some interesting concepts on um, how to cleanse, pray, focus, and, and as as we say goodbye to 2020. <laughs> And what do we want to release and let go of? And so um, I'm sure, Reverend Jennifer Hutchins, that you have some concepts where you've used that in art as well, um, where you're processing the emotions and letting go. And um, it seems maybe anathema because we create a piece, right? But um, I know you've done so many amazing things with art as as a spiritual connector. And so uh, is there something you've done in that way where you, you kind of thank it and release it <laughs> another form of gratitude? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can find it in the archives of the art <laughs> program. Um, so all the, the videos that we've talked about, all of these different things like the um, radiating gratitude and the prayer, you know, focusing on everyday miracles um, all those videos can be found on our website, uh, unityartsministry.org, and then under the tab Creative Spirit Gathering. Um, but if, a little while back, um, and this was actually during my butterfly phase, it was over the summer, we actually were keeping caterpillars mm. and, and watching them. Fun. Okay. Um, but there's a process that I love doing, which is uh, stream of consciousness writing and just writing all of the bleh. <laughs> It's just per- puke it and purge it, right? <laughs> just write it all Sorry out. Sorry if that was triggered. Get it all yeah. out. Um, and, and use whatever words you want to do that. And then taking that, thanking the experience itself, and then tearing it up. Mm. Tearing the whole thing up. That process itself, right? The rippy rippy part yes. is so healing and therapeutic. But then I invite people to turn those scraps now into something new so we're good that right we were like in caterpillar i'm just noticing my humanity and whatever tear it up now we're in goose stage and now we can use our power of imagination that we are each endowed with and create something new out of those pieces and so you know whether it's creating a butterfly out of them and then painting over that or um, whatever is coming forward, you know, an angel or mm. just a diamond, you know, something new that's mm. coming out of all of that. So we're acknowledging that transformation that's already happening. That's really cool. Oh my gosh, I'm so inspired by that. I just seems that seems like a fun thing I'm going to get have my kids do as like a STEM work or something, <laughs> STEAM work. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Look at we're giving lots of right. Yes, totally. Oh my gosh, that seems Self-care. so fun. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I think about that. These things that we, you know, they're forged in fire, sort of. You know, whether I mean, not literally, but figuratively, like diamonds or pearls or um, right, the butterfly. And um, you said the angel, right? And all these things are these great symbols of um, beauty that come from loss and grief and frustration and anger and whatever, right? So these are great. I love this. What a fun conversation. I'm so excited. Uh, Listeners, you are listening once again to Tune In Radio for Your Mind, Body, and Soul. I am your host, Keila Parkinson, and our show is underwritten in part by Unity of Northwest Indiana. 
currently developing the premier center for spiritual growth and education in NWI with meditation walks and retreat house events. Learn more and support the growing movement at unitynwi.org. And I will say too, I'm jumping in. I also need to first say, you're listening to WVLP 103.1 FM. Let me not forget that very important detail and streaming live around the world at wvlp.org. And thank you for listening. And we are talking to Reverend Jennifer Hutchins, who is with Unity Arts Ministry, which is not located in Northwest Indiana, but is affiliated with Unity of Northwest Indiana. So uh, some of these great retreats and things she's talking about, some of that will be actually available here in our neck of the woods, which is incredibly exciting. Um, there are some things that are being built still, and you know, uh, there's but there's a, a property that's being um, created, the space is being created, and so... Speaking of creating, we're very grateful for that space that's being created for all of us locally that I'm sure Reverend Jennifer Hutchins will also be involved in. <laughs> Little does Thank she know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know she's clapping. We're clapping. Future, future um, retreat workshops mm-hmm. coming up out there. So fun. That will be so fun. Uh, there's also supposed to be a labyrinth, and it's going to perhaps have like um, a, a a sunken center kind of thing. So this whole Ooh. Peace Park walk and all kinds of fun things. I've been been hearing all kinds of fun things about that development. It's really, really exciting. So if you're a listener in this area, or if not, because it's going to be available to anyone, just like she's saying. So that's that's super cool stuff. Um, for anybody who's been listening and maybe, uh, maybe you've heard some other episodes and you're not sure still what is mindfulness, once again, I'm going to read this quote that I love by uh, Wendy, sorry, no, by Laura Fortgang, um, and uh, it is, being mindful means being aware of everything and certain of nothing. Mm-hmm. And so when you go into a state of flow focus, right, where we're really created, creative, and uh, Jennifer will lead people into, like she said, using these guided meditations or giving like um, some sort of catalyst or inspiration, right? But getting very centered to just receive information and be in complete receptive, non-judgmental, but still situationally aware flow, like that mental state, right? That is the artist's high, right? That is like true creation. It's amazing. And so even artists who are not very overtly spiritual, maybe they are completely atheist, right? I'm thinking of, um, wasn't Diego... What's his name? Wasn't he very atheist? Uh, Frida Kahlo's guy? Rivera? Yeah, Diego Rivera. Rivera. Was he very atheist or am I confusing him with someone? <laughs> I'm going to um, show my art history of snoozes. <laughs> well, I'm not the only, I don't know either. Someone else can call in and correct us, right? <laughs> Let me just give you the, the station line. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, but there definitely have been artists who oh. have been atheists, right? Very famous Absolutely. artists and, of course, non-famous artists. And that doesn't stop them from creating and being in flow, right? And so um, so we're here, I guess, to point out and say, like, it doesn't really matter what you call it or what you believe it or whatever. You can get into that flow zone. And that's sort of all that Jennifer is really trying to get you to do is to get into that beautiful, creative flow state. And she happens to do it in this wonderful, overtly spiritual way. <laughs> Which I really dig, which is why she's on the show. (laughs) Full disclosure. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Full disclosure like it was anybody's guess. Yeah. (laughs) So we only have about 10 minutes left, if you can believe it. And um, I just want to know, what else would you like listeners to know? Or what, how would you like to center our listeners into mindfulness as we end our show today? And to gratitude. 
Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> would you like to do some sort of, I know we didn't discuss this before, but I think it would be really cool if you're interested in doing something sort of on the fly where we sort of center some people in gratitude and maybe we'll give the caveat that if you're, because we've had people do some mindfulness and meditation type exercises, we'll give the caveat that if you're driving, obviously, you know, do not close your eyes, keep yourself completely aware, but you still can listen to um, any of these guides and, um, and where, are you interested in doing that? Would you be open? Cool. Yeah, good. She's shaking her head. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm going to just stop talking and let you just run the show. <laughs> All right. All right. Wow. Yay. Wow. <laughs> Take over. I'm grateful for this moment. Mm, I'm grateful too. for this moment. Thank you. Well, what I would like to invite you to do is to create space to invite the awareness of gratitude and perhaps to do this throughout the day or create the opportunity to do this as a weekly practice, perhaps each day of the upcoming week, you know, uh, it's Thursday now and finding maybe a 10 minute slot each day to practice this and perhaps get a piece of paper make some boxes on there, maybe get your crayons out and color in the boxes and set an intention that you're going to pay attention to gratitude. Look for the blessings that are showing up in your life and then take a little bit of time, maybe at the end of each day before you go to bed, pull out this colorful paper with your boxes and simply write in each one I am blessed. I'm grateful. Mm. And right, what it is, you know, one thing that really jumped out for you that week or that day, um, or if you're doing it all in one day, you know, that hour, what is one thing that showed up for you that you want to capture and what a treasure trove you will have by the end of the week. Mm. So in setting our intention for that, let's go ahead and bring ourselves into that receptive state where we're setting this intention to become aware of all of the blessings in our lives, to become aware of the everyday moments, the everyday objects, and see them as miracles, to become aware of the relationships that we have, those in person, those that we're connected with in other ways, and see what a blessing those relationships are. To become aware of our own health, of our own breath, and to be willing to say thank you for all of the blessings of the body. As we set our intentions, we simply allow ourselves to become present, to become present to this moment, and then inviting ourselves to become present in the next moment, and the moment after that, and the moment after that. Present to all of life's blessings. We can do this with a simple inhale and exhale We can do this with a mantra, 
simply saying thank you, thank you, thank you. We can focus on an object and express our gratitude. There's so many ways that we can lean into a gratitude practice to center ourselves, set our intentions, and then move forward, knowing and trusting that all of these blessings will continue to pop into our awareness, that we can capture them and be reminded of how truly blessed we are and how much we have to be grateful for. So as we set this intention right now, we breathe into our heart space and we say thank you in advance or we know that our blessings will be multiplied as we move into this practice. So say with me out loud a simple thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that was really good. <laughs> it's hard to come out of that and talk. <laughs> I think that if anybody can do it, I can. <laughs> oh, boy. Reverend Jennifer Hutchins, that was beautiful. If you missed our show and you're just tuning in to our live broadcast on Thanksgiving Day 2020 um, and at WVLP, you are hearing uh, the wonderful voice of Reverend Jennifer Hutchins, who has just led us through this beautiful gratitude meditation. And we are so grateful on TuneIn to have had you on the show and to end it in this way. You can find Jennifer at unityartsministry.org. I'll say that more slowly, Unity Ministry, Unity, (laughs) maybe I won't, (laughs) you say it. (laughs) I've caught your giggles. It's unityartsministry.org. Very well done. Thank you very much, ma'am. And yes, this has been so funny. I think we're going to say thank you a lot too. This is really beautiful. And so, um, you know, she's been guiding us through little ways to express our gratitude today and every day throughout this month and throughout all of our regular average days by just focusing on the mundane sometimes, and especially by using art as an expression of our gratitude. So you can find out all kinds of things about that. And we're so grateful again to have you. And I just want to say namaste. Thank you again. And we will see you later, meditators.